millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J with some of the best bits. H&J Jaley. <laughs> H&J Jaley. Yeah, you're going away. You've got five years, <laughs> H&J um, we were joined by Marvin Burgas, who's a, a an uh, no, he's not. I say he's an impressionist. I've lost the. You call him a comedian. I know, but he, he does he does it a lot. He's impressions, but he's a magician. He's a brilliant magician. Oh, amazing. He does. He did a, 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 a. We can't quite get over a trick that he did off air. Yeah. Just now, which is amazing. Shame he didn't do it on air, but he did one very good one on air. But he was fascinating. He's Arsenal's official magician. Um, we also spoke to Kay Kurd, uh, who's a comedian, yeah, not a magician, good impressionist. Cool. Um, and we had a bit of a chat, and all sorts went on. So uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Have, have Burnley had their worth two points telephone apology from Howard Webb yet? Yes. Just wondering. Well, for, they'll probably... I mean, it'd be interesting what him and uh, Michael Owen come up with when they discuss that one, because it had no discernible... There was no discernible movement to the ball when it no. lightly brushed his arm. Just there was a handball last night in in the the bar. You see the Dortmund handball. We'll talk to Kevin Atchard about it later. Dortmund got I done for I was a handball. So many games, I couldn't tell you. I only watched the highlights mm. of it, but Dortmund got done for a handball. It's ludicrous. The guy's falling over, and it, funny enough, he mm. puts his hand out to stop himself as he falls over, mm. and it touches his hand. You can't fall like Brilliant, a cylinder. And you just can't. Yeah. You're not pogo. You just can't do it. It's, it's just not. not possible, is it? I mean, you know, there, no way. There's no way. Well done, David Ellery. There is actually no way in the world that anybody who'd ever played football, <laughs> like football, would think that was handball. And both of us had the same experience. We were both fans of the Goal Show on formerly BT, now TNT. Yeah. And we sat down. And I'm going. Where is it? I can't find it. Where's it gone? And, and, and I'm sort of saying, what, no more God appears to you and all yeah, that God stuff. God appears to you! <laughs> Eventually I found yeah. it on the red button, thank you. Yeah, they've put it on the... Come on, let's get it back on the main channel, never mind the red button. Um, it's an excellent show. I mean, yeah. the thing is, there is no... The only one drawback, and it's not their fault at all, it's a brilliant show, but the, the, there's no jeopardy. Because when they go, there's been a goal at Barcelona and Barcelona are attacking, you know who's going to score. Right. Whereas if you're watching live football, you never... It doesn't you have can't that. have it all. No, you can't. So you want him to say, you want James Richardson to say, there's been a goal. <laughs> and then there's it doesn't been matter a, where. No, it's been not his fault. It's, it's, it's the nature of, of the fact that as soon as you say there's been a goal yeah. and one team are attacking, you know who's scored. What if they, they're robbed of the ball? I've seen that happen once <laughs> or twice. 
You just told me a great story. Now, there's a, a little coffee place oh, we go to. Listen. Well, that's all right. There's nothing. I think it's good that you tell them there's a little coffee place uh, around here that um, I often frequent, but Andy does kind of every day. But he's decided. I mean, I supported it, them in the pandemic. No, I know you did. I think I was You're paying, brilliant. I gave him 10 quid for a cup of coffee one time. I did felt you sorry really? for, yeah, I did actually. Okay, it's 10 quid for a cup of coffee. But Andy, so Andy's a, a firm supporter of this place. Very nice people, lovely place. And we know that uh, one mm. of the people who works there, a partner, uh, listens to the show, so this may get back to them. But um, Andy is he's just off the coffee. He's decided not to drink coffee yeah. in the mornings. He's just decided to have a bit of a break. You know, he's allowed to do that. So I said to him, they must wonder what's going on when you walk past them. He says, mm. I don't. I go the long way round there. <laughs> I just, he's been taking a longer route it's bad, in. Isn't it? Taking the longer route oh, in no, because really he feels bad. bad that he's not stopping for a coffee. Because he's off. It's not them. It's not them, it's him, it's if they're listening. Terrible, isn't it? So I don't know if you've done similar. Sometimes it's true. If you <laughs> if you frequent a place and then you stop doing it for you whatever don't like reason, to say anything. you don't like to say anything, but there's an expectation, isn't there? I mean, I, I mean, they've been good to me, and I've had free coffees out of them, and the boss is there. And yeah, also, they got me to bring you one in once. I, I said, I, they said, I feel oh, bad now. I'm going to yeah. have to go back. I did actually think of going there, buying the coffee, and just throwing the coffee away. It's <laughs> <laughs> really ridiculous. Such a Larry David. <laughs> ridiculous, but if you've had it? one of those where you just you don't want to upset, there was a brilliant story. I was reminded of it the other day where some guy um, we went to the same barbers for about thirty years, kept going there all the time. Mm. Uh, and he went on holiday. For whatever reason, he, could, he was ill or he couldn't get mm. in to see his regular bloke. And he was on holiday for a couple of weeks. And it was a bit warm and the hair was a bit long. And he thought, oh, a bit bored or whatever. He said, I'll go and get my hair cut in the, uh, in the barbers in the hotel. Mm. So he went down and whoever it was, Greece, Turkey, wherever, gets his hair cut. Yeah. Goes back um, like three or four weeks later. Mm. Oh, hello, George, how are you? Sits yeah. down, the bloke's done his hair for mm. 30 years. And he says... Um, I didn't do this, did I? No, he knows how hairdressers know they I do. didn't do this. Um, <laughs> who did this? He said, well, I tried again before. I was a bit mad, blah, blah, blah. blah. I got it done in the hotel. And he yeah. went, all right. Didn't say a word. Blimey. And it was cutting it in quite an odd way. Basically uh, did sort of half of his hair and then, and then sort of took the thing off, dusted him down, got the mirror out. He said, what are you doing? He said, uh, you've only done half my hair. He said, yeah. Get your mate in Greece. Go back there and oh, get him and do the other half. <laughs> so that's what it's like, Andy. Uh, yeah. You might no, walk up to buy a coffee, 10 quid or not. They might lob it in your face. They might. They might. I hope not. They might throw it over <laughs> you. Anyway, if you've got similar tales, talksport.com. Text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Yeah, one of our guests today is Corgi Registered. We don't think it's David Hay. Oh, actually, we do. No. It's, we, it's not David Hay. No. Uh, could it be Marvin Burglass, apart from being... It would be um, a miracle if it was. Yeah, it does seem unlikely. <laughs> He's got enough to do with his magic business yeah. without getting Corgi registered. Um, I don't know. It might be one of the uh, the Man V Fat guys who are coming in. Um, who is it? We'll find out over the course of the show. But it will allow us, as we chat about it, to talk about sporting tradespeople. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we, we could put a kind of sporting checker trade together. So mm. you, you Like Phil Brown, our old mate Phil Brown. He was a sparky. What about... Um, Stuart Pearce. Stuart that's Pierce how we've got. That's three, Alan Pardew. Three, yeah, he puts... He's, puts the windows in out, yeah, isn't he? he so does. we're doing quite well here, aren't we? Get any trouble with the windows suddenly fall out of this building <laughs> yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. All the windows go out. Alan's perfect. He's perfectly he's perfectly yeah. set up. Talking of glazers. Oh yeah. Uh, well it's a good link. Oh, is this the goalkeeper? Yeah, but the the thing is, obviously I wrote it down and I thought, you know, the obvious comment, you know. And then James Horncastle did it and they hammered it on the What was show. the comment? Was it about basically about the Glazers being unpopular? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. This is the Red Star goalkeeper. If you haven't seen it, mm. a ball was just 
kind of wasn't hammered into mm. the area. It was a, it was a still fairly yeah. hot. It was only it spun off his. Wrist. It was an easy one yeah. to catch, though, Andy. It yeah. wasn't a difficult. Well, he could have parried it. He could have caught it. He could have done he, anything. He tried to. He, did with he it. tried to punch it, and it just skimmed off his mm. fist and went into the goal. And that was two one, and that was that. Really, he said not for the first time. Or was that one all? That was two is, one. This, and of course, it's in all the reports. Pep Guardiola survived a Champions League scare thanks to another uneasy night in Manchester for a glazer. And then same yeah. report. Uh, the River Plate forward was credited with the second, but it's not impossible. It goes down as another Glazer own goal in Manchester. Yeah, we get oh, yeah. the idea. Not for the first time, the name of Glazer will bring a smile to the faces yeah, of Manchester yeah. City supporters. Yeah. People call Glazer of instinct. Yes! <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, we mentioned earlier on that Andy is taking the long way into work now because he doesn't want to pass a little coffee stand where he's always bought his coffees yeah. because he's off the coffee at the moment and he doesn't want to yeah. go past without buying one, has even considered buying one one and then throwing it away which is <laughs> or, mad or giving it away yeah okay <laughs> but I, if some bloke approached me and said here want a coffee no you'd be a bit yeah you would be a bit wouldn't sus what's, wouldn't you what's in it that's true my late granddad Billy Edwards uh, remained a member of the AA that's the Automobile Association not Al- the, yes uh, until his death age 93 despite not having a car for two decades previously Hi. he said they'd got him out of trouble in the past and he didn't want to be disloyal oh, that's very good fantastic very good <laughs> Paul lovely. and uh, he's also got a man versus his fat story, which we'll share with the guys when they pop in a little bit later on. Um, this is from uh, Rick from uh, Lincoln. Up the Imps, he says, My brother used to order a pizza on the same day at the same time every week. He went on a big diet. A month after he'd stopped ordering, they called round to see if he was okay. Yep, they actually <laughs> knocked on his door to see if he was okay and still alive. Well, that's quite nice, isn't it? Lovely, isn't it? Community spirited. So if you've got a story a bit like Andy's, talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. T-S-H-A-N-D-J or 03717 You can get in touch this afternoon. As we said, one of our guests this afternoon is almost certainly Corgi registered. We've decided it isn't uh, former world heavyweight champion David Hay or comedian Kay Curd, although it may be. It could well be. <laughs> or magician Marvin Burglar. So He's who is it? <laughs> Um, unlikely sporting arenas. And if you've seen... Charlie's had this idea for um, lift boxing. Have you heard about this? No. Get two boxers in mm. a lift. Yeah. Say the lift in this building. like So the bell goes... As soon as the doors close, they yeah. go at it. You have cameras everywhere. Yeah. And, they, and then as soon as the doors open, that's the end. The end of the fight yeah. or the end of the round. It's going to favour a certain type of fighter versus, you know, you, you, the type that likes to use the whole ring. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to like a technician. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the finesse. <laughs> did you see they did some uh, wrestling in Japan on a on a bullet train? No. Haven't you not seen the pictures of no, it? No, I haven't, no. Yeah, it's great. They, the, the, the wrestling company involved in Japan hired out the train. Not and, sumo. All, all no, pro, like, yeah. you know, like proper all in wrestling, but not... You know, not the ceremonial kind, like the proper showbiz, mm. yeah. showbiz wrestling. Mm. But they had a fight on the train, and all the people, all the spectators on the train, had paid to be on there to watch the fight. And you had the referee; really? it's moving up and down the aisle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I just thought unlikely sporting arenas. If you've got somewhere uh, where you've <laughs> indulged in any kind of sport, not necessarily organised, which was quite an unlikely venue, the sort of place where you mm. wouldn't expect to have sport, and I would include. Uh, a lift. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And Cato's been in touch on light of Andy uh, trying to go in the long way into work so he doesn't upset the people at the coffee bar where he stopped buying coffee. It's not their coffee, by the way. He's just off coffee 
per se. Yeah. I introduced my mate Steve to a Turkish barber's uh, haircut there. He loved the experience. What with the shave, the hot towel, the massage. Only problem now is he's had to change the route he walks his dog so as not to bump into the bloke who previously cut his hair. Oh, no, it's, it's he'd been using him this. for 10 years. Kato, oh, no. thank you. Yeah, so it happens. If you've got similar examples of stuff, let us know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, Shauna Brown has joined us in the studio with Mills, uh Mark Silver, a former England international uh, rugby player, hammer thrower as well. Hi, Shauna. Hello. So, what, I wasn't Corgi registered. That's old school. I was gas safe registered. Oh, gas safe oh. registered. Oh. The, new, the new school lot. It's always... But the thing is, <laughs> you come to in... Corgi? Whatever happened to Corgi, what happened to him? No idea. I hope he wasn't put down. <laughs> Probably. Is it yeah. safe, though, if you did do people's homes and stuff? Yeah, because it's, yeah, okay. it's gas safe. It's gas safe. Yeah. All they've done is... safe. See, if you came around, Sean, and said, I'm gas safe, <clears throat> I'd rather you say I'm Corgi registered because I'm buying that. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, you've done some really interesting stuff, which we'll come on to. But um, uh, Mark's with you from Murwells. We've been talking to different people, Jamie Carragher, et cetera, who've got their own murals around the, mm. around the country. And you've got yours, uh, despite being an England rugby player, uh, at the Oval, on the side of the Kier Oval, because that's your that's where you were brought up, isn't it, round that way? Yeah, so at the Oval, right in front of a bus stop and right where everyone can see it, which just sums me up, really. <laughs> just want to be centre of attention. So, so yeah, how did so it come good. about, Mark? Well, that was our second. That's Shauna's <coughs> second mural, so oh, right. she's a bit greedy, really. Oh wow! The, the first one we done was at Twickenham, so um, on the west stands you've got the lift shafts, and we've got one of three of the England rugby players, um, which we've just updated ahead of the World Cup. And then on the left side you've got the red roses. Shauna was one of the players on there, and she just happened to be there the day that we were finishing it, and sort of saw it, came along, and then we've just stayed in touch ever since. And then when the Women's World Cup was about to take place the plan was that to announce the squad we were going to kind of go around the country and paint murals in the hometowns of all these different players and Shauna was one of the three that was it was narrowed down to and uh, coming from Kennington mm. it made perfect sense to do it on the oval it's uh, celebrating sport right yeah. Shauna asked a question that I think a lot of people asked in, in the little video we both watched Paul and I how do you do this with a spray can <laughs> it's, it's a good it's question genius. isn't it because you look like, at it and go how yeah yeah, yeah. Where do you even start? Yeah. We, we love the fact that people are confused how it happens. I mean, obviously, you're seeing it every day, so we know how it happens. But um, it's look, very talented people in our team, for one. And then there's just different processes on how that's kind of marked up on the wall. So is there's a design. first? Is that the idea? How? Yeah, so, well, there's different ways of doing it. One of them is to project on the wall, draw the outline, and then fill it in, colour it in later. Um, another way is to work grids. So when I was at school and you wanted to draw a picture, we used to have a picture you draw lines down and across and you'd work square by square mm. and that's the way that some yeah, of them sort of some of their people work right, yeah. but the one that's really crazy that everyone confused by is this thing called a doodle grid which is essentially the same process as that but what you do is you just throw loads of letters and numbers up on the wall doesn't mean anything mm. people think it does <clears throat> but basically we use that as a grid so we then make the image transparent and we know that the ear comes around where the letter V is and stuff like that. But, right. yeah, people think it's Morse code for something. And we once got told we started doing one for Elton John in Watford and someone came along and watched us just with all them letters and numbers on yeah. it and looked at it and said, that's the worst graffiti I've ever seen in my life and walked <laughs> off. So we just accepted it. <clears throat> so how long did Shauna's one take, the one on the side of the oval? Did they take A couple of days, to... I think. It was only a couple of days. As I said uh, to you <clears throat> earlier, Shauna <clears throat> knew about it before 
she was meant to because yeah. she had a lot of friends going, why is your face on the side of the oval? <laughs> um, albeit it wasn't quite finished, so she had a lot of people sending her pictures and she's like, oh, you made me really ugly. Um, <laughs> but uh, ultimately, yeah, I think he was very happy with the end result. Yeah, like Mark said, I was getting it before it was finished and then I told him, I said, oh, are you a bit busy at the oval today <laughs> in the next few days? He went, oh, no, you've seen it. Don't, don't judge it. It's not finished. It doesn't look anything like it's supposed to until it's actually finished. I thought, it looks pretty close to it. He said, no, but it's not finished. <laughs> and it, yeah, it did look a bit strange. Yeah. It's, right, it's right by a bus stop as well. So you literally had people getting on and off a bus because it's so close to the side mm. of the wall, to the road. <clears throat> yeah. So like, every time the bus pulled in, Josh, who was working on it, had to stop and wait for the bus to load and unload, which was quite funny. But I'm around there Sunday, so I'm going to have another look. I'll go and check it out. You have had a fascinating life. I mean, you've, apart from being a gas safe registered, not yeah. causing, of course, <laughs> you've been a diver, commercial diver yeah. uh, as well. Wow. Uh, worked for Campfire and Rescue. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah. So, lots of interesting, different stuff. And of course, played professional rugby. Yeah, that's just, just and you the played end. in that's one of the best bit. women's games of all time. I yeah. remember it being on. It was a Sunday morning, wasn't it? And the it World Cup final. Yeah, you watched it and you were caught up in it. It was yeah, so close. It was emotional. Mm. And even like like you say, coming home, I had people telling me, oh, "Why did you do that?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Guys, you made me late for work. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what have I done? I said, "You lot were playing so well. I intended to just watch the first half and then go off to work afterwards." But I couldn't help. I had to stay and watch because yeah. at no point did you know what that end result was going to be until the whistle went. And yeah, like you say, so many people have said it, it's possibly the best game of rugby generally mm. that they've ever watched, let alone mm. a women's game. And yeah, may it may it can long continue you, with the Red Roses. I mean, you decided to retire at that point. Have mm -hmm. you had any from from England playing for England? You're back playing for Quinns, is yep. that right? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So, um, but did you have any regrets afterwards? No, not at all. So it was something that had been in my head for a while and I didn't make the final decision until a lot closer to the time I actually said it out loud. But it for me, I am, as you can see with, with my history, I like, I like to do things, I like to move on, I like to try different things. And I'd been involved in not only rugby, but England rugby for a long time. And it, it's such a, it's all consuming, rightly so, because you know, yeah. you're a professional athlete mm -hmm. representing your country. <clears throat> but they, it, I just get to a stage in my life where I just like to move on. And, and mm. so I'm happy it was completely my decision. And so many players were buzzing for me because it was my decision. It, not, it wasn't because I got hurt. It wasn't because I didn't get a contract renewal. It wasn't because I stopped getting selected. It was entirely on me. So that was like, for me, I went on a high as much as it would have been lovely to go on a World Cup mm. win, but it was it was all on on my my terms that I went. That's always the best way. But you're back. But you've obviously you, you want to play, which is why you've come back to club. Yeah, right? you miss that. Yeah, I almost um a bit bit of FOMO going on, a bit of fear of yeah. missing out because women's rugby is only mm. going in one direction mm. and it's just growing and growing. And because again, because I physically could, I didn't stop because I I couldn't play anymore. I almost felt an obligation to to keep playing because I could and to just. It helps me as well. Yeah, There's no other place in society where, particularly as a woman, I can just really run in and hit people <laughs> with my shoulder, of course, and, and completely yeah. legitimately on a rugby pitch. Mm. But yeah, I did. Probably quite I did. happy if you did that to me. <laughs> yeah, that would be well, funny. Just take, <laughs> take Andy out, just shoulder right through me. Andy's normally we had uh, some lucha libre Mexican wrestlers in, and they they always go from get him in a headlock and everything. They always move in on Andy some for some reason. Yeah, he was in a right state. So, what, what are you making of the uh, men's World Cup? Um, I'm enjoying <clears> watching <throat> it, and <clears throat> my my. My thing that I was looking forward to before it started was the smaller nations or, or the newer rugby nations, not smaller, newer rugby nations mm. coming through. And it, it's been quite a show. And 
watching the Fiji Australia game, it, we even the Fiji Wales game was mm. a was a tough one to watch. Um, but yeah, that Fiji Australia and first win that Fiji have had in sixty nine years, and that's when for me, as much as I, I love playing rugby and I love the the bit of actually playing, mm. but it's more about it's more than sport. It's more than just rugby. It's what it means off pitch. And, and when a, a nation like Fiji wins a game, it's more than just yeah. a number on a score sheet. It it is so much more about who you are as a person, how you come together as a team, how you look after each other, how you are proud of your nation, how you protect each other. And it's mm. everything that sport does for you off of the pitch is represented for me when um, when a team like Fiji are, are playing and winning against a higher tier nations. Um, we saw Lawrence Delanio yesterday and we, we said to him about the, the Joe Marler's line, he said, we're not playing uh, the most expansive game, but we'll just win ugly like they did in 2003. And he <laughs> slightly raised an eyebrow to that. But... I mean, it, they've not been the it's not been the greatest to watch. But are you of the mind that a win's a win? That's all that matters at the moment. In a World Cup, a win is a win, no yeah. matter what. A, a win is a win. Um, early stages and like people saying, oh. "Oh, it was a George Ford masterclass," and it was a great win for me. That that first win against Argentina wasn't fantastic. More because like they didn't score a try, mm. and you can't win a World Cup or think about winning a World Cup if you're not scoring tries. Number one. But then this week um, against Japan, it was a lot more. They just look happier. There was just a lot more going on. There was a lot more movement. There was a lot more running onto the ball, no static. And sometimes you'd look at the pitch and just see them just stood there in a shape because that's what the, the game plan says. But I think, yeah, on, on Sunday, it was a lot more, let's play, let's play and enjoy ourselves. And that's when you get the best form of rugby, as, as we saw on Sunday. And they, they the could end off a bit as well because going in, into in the, the tour stage, yeah. You, you thought they're going to lose every game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Win anything. And they could play Fiji, of course, couldn't they? In yeah. The, in the quarterfinals, which then, would be something else. And then who am I going to support? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You've just, been, you've just been, you've had a lovely gig recently. You said it was incredibly hard work, but you're in the Cayman Islands coaching, weren't yeah. you? What a, yeah. nice, what a nice job that was. No, it, it was tough. It was six <laughs> days a week working, sometimes seven days. Yeah. <laughs> tired of sleeping all the time um yeah it was it was coaching rugby and it was taking rugby to a different nation a completely different nation mm. and seeing how other people do it because i've only ever known english rugby i've obviously never played for another nation i've never played rugby elsewhere um in terms of playing for a team or a league so it was good to see how other people do it but also how much and how progressive england and english rugby is for women and how much they can learn from us and what i could take to them to encourage the growth of their women and girls game in the mm. Cayman Islands and it is it's exponential and while I was there so I was there for four months and we would train with the under 18s every Saturday and every week there was at least two new girls would come along oh, and wow. some days we'd have 35 40 girls to train in and on an island that the population of 72,000 I just think you could fill Twickenham mm. still have a lot of seats left mm. that's the population of the whole island and we'd get nearly 40 girls to train in on a Saturday we don't even get that Harlequin sometimes. Yeah, great, it was great, Brilliant. isn't it? It's great. What a lovely thing to do as well. So, yeah. well, lovely to see you. Thanks for coming in, Mark. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, um, say it and spray it. The podcast is available yeah. to download now from wherever you get your podca podcast. And Shauna is one of the subjects in the podcast, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Shauna's. Uh, Shauna was the first one that we actually done, right. um, but obviously the way that the orders come out. Um, mm. But yeah, obviously it was recorded a little while ago. So since then, Shauna's retired, gone and played in Cayman. <laughs> 
and now come out of retirement. You so do one a few me months and Paul ago, on the outside of this we spoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did speak about that last time. We're still looking into it. Yeah, that will go down well. <laughs> oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> well, lovely to see you both. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for there we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making a welcome return to the studio. Uh, he's on tour. Uh, he's kicking off his tour in Birmingham on Friday. Curd immunity is K Curd. Good afternoon, K. Good to thanks see you. Thanks for having me, guys. It's wonderful seeing you lot. Yeah, lovely. You brought donuts. God bless you for that. So big nice. box of donuts for the team. Yeah. Year. Well, do you know what I thought? Don't come empty-handed, and it makes you look like me. So, <laughs> well, it's worked. I am the last <laughs> yeah. person who needs a donut. Man. Yeah, that's that's it. Yes, man. you can't. You can't. We could all do with a donut, man. Yeah, just a little sugar rush. Yeah, it could be really jolly in the last have, hour. Yeah. One of them are vegan. I think I got that one just because I knew. Yeah. Bill, Bill yeah. on the decks. Yeah, Bill ne- the every time one. we bring in, it's never anything for Bill. So God bless you. Know which one the vegan? Do you know which one it is? We'll get on. Yeah, it's we don't want to play one. vegan donut. <laughs> we don't want to play vegan donut roulette with Bill. That would be very unfair. <laughs> so, At least he's not lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd be even worse, wouldn't it? So, curd immunity uh, kicking off in Birmingham, Brighton, Bristol, Manchester, Leicester, Northampton, Cambridge, Liverpool, Westcliff, Glasgow, Sheffield, Leeds, Newcastle, and then. The event in Apollo in London. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I do all the big cities. That's why Westcliff is there. Yeah, that's why you um, put Westcliff in there. I, I think, I think Westcliff... Southend was too, too small time Exactly. For I think Westcliff it. doesn't get enough recognition, to be honest with you. There's a lot of great people out there that love a laugh. Got a lovely so thought, pier there, haven't they? Yes. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I've never yeah. been, but, you know, I, I saw it on a map and I thought, you know what, that's a place that I've got, that's got fans. Yeah. But, yeah. It's interesting, we were just talking off air, how much your your kind of profile has grown, not just through gigging. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and telly, you've done the... The Apollo and stuff, but through TikTok and Instagram yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's mental, man. Like the the amount of times I'll just put clips up and like it will just find like an audience and mm. it just starts growing and growing and growing. And then I've got builders that will come up to me and go, "You're that guy from TikTok," and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." So and you get recognised a lot. You're saying, it's all, "Well, yeah. yeah." I mean, sometimes people don't know your name, right? But they're like, "You're, you're that guy. That bloke, you're yeah. the you're the funny guy, aren't you? You're the guy mm. that does those videos." And it's 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 humbling to be honest with you. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I'm I'm still. I'm still not at that level where I could buy free range eggs all the time, but <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, You'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, you yeah. know, like once a week I could buy a pack, but that's about <laughs> it. But, and that feeds into you, hopefully we'll find out on the tour, I'm sure it will, because it kind of feeds into people coming to see you live because they've yeah. seen little snippets and they want to see more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 great that it provides um, me with that, with that, with that uh, viewpoint to getting people into coming and see me live. And I think... What what's nice with with what I do online is it's a mixture of stuff and a lot of my clips from stand up go viral and there's nothing better than mm. obviously it's nice doing a video like a funny video or whatever or mm. a reaction or an impression video of like Ten Hag or whatever and that gets views but when you actually do stand up and you put that online and that goes viral it's it's a great feeling yeah and you're saying you get more reaction from things like TikTok than you will maybe for an appearance on regular TV it's amazing yeah 100% yeah Yeah. like because these things people are on their phones all the time there's people listening to this on their phone right now yeah so we're we're always like on our phones so that's where you need to be unfortunately we've lost that sort of communal Mm. view and I mean I I love watching stuff like three generations of you in in a living room watching like blind well, that's basically us isn't it? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just had this image of you saying people on their phones I reckon someone definitely put their phone down in a guilty way yeah. <laughs> I should actually listen well, I, I had to get off TikTok because you know that thing where it tells you how much time you've spent during yeah. the week on each oh thing. don't do that I know. <laughs> it messed with I looked you. at it and I went oh blimey I it was like a day I, 
Is it? Oh my! I, I get like you know you're you, on your phone. It tells you how much screen time you've had. Yeah. Like and and my one keeps going up, and I'm like, no, that's because I use it as a sat nav. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. That's what that is. I'm not on TikTok or Instagram. Excuse. Yeah. So you're Manchester, um, Manchester United for fans. my sins. Yeah. I am unfortunately. Uh, but no, do you know what? I, it's it's been a challenging time to yeah. say the least. I mean, right now we're 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 putting out more statements than we are teams. Um, <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, every day there's a new statement. Well, I, this Solskjaer interview, have you seen? I think he yes. spoke to the Athletic. He said some interesting stuff about the squad and Cristiano Ronaldo coming back was a yeah. mistake. It's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? I, I loved Oli, uh, but towards the end, it did get a bit sour. And um, I think it's, it's, the, the club's rotten at the core, to be honest with you, at the moment. Like, at the top, you, you've yeah, got to change sure. the ownership. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You see, you see with Chelsea how important ownership is. Like, you've gone from one owner who you know, was really passionate about it. and this other owner who seems to be passionate about the transfer window. Yeah. So it's it's very important when you get yeah. the right structure. I mean, Brighton are a testament to that, aren't yeah, they? Like yeah. They've got such a great structure in place whereby any manager that comes in, mm. they sort of can do, can do I a I wonder, job. okay, can you run a club like Manchester United, like Brighton? Because there's different... I'm not well, doing... That's what Chelsea are doing. I'm not doing... <laughs> <laughs> you're going back to well, like you're basically Brighton just buying... Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. Three Brighton, years Brighton, 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 Brighton in League Brighton One. Brighton <laughs> when they were kind of all right, but now they're brilliant. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it's different. I mean, I, 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 this is not a knock at Brighton because they're a fantastically run club and we know the people there and everything, but you can run yeah, it in a certain way. expectation is yeah, massive. I mean, it's... But I do agree with you. I think they do need a change well, of the ownership. Well, the worst thing about losing to Brighton is mm. that they, they troll you on social media for a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we've so, got them in the Carabao. Okay, it's worse if you're Chelsea. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know they're going to love it. It's like yeah, Brighton B. You know. Brighton B versus Brighton. It's gonna yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah. Brighton yeah. B are going to get beaten. Um, so how are you feeling about Bayern tonight? Never mind Bayern. Bayern tonight. I mean, I saw the squad that went over. Listen, we've got about 10 injuries, man. Mm, yeah. It is hard. And... Um, I, look, look, I'm not confident. Let me put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not confident. But do you know what? I think I think he'll turn it round when it comes to... to you're the behind him. You're behind Ten Hag if he's the right Yeah, man. of course, man. I, I, I just love the way he, he speaks in interviews. He's just... Uh, yours come to an end. <laughs> he's great. Uh, but I, I, look, I think I think we're, we're reactionary as football fans. Mm, yeah. um, and we we go... We, we lose a couple of games and we're like, oh my God, we're going to get relegated yeah. and sack the manager. And we win a few and we're like, oh my gosh, listen, this is a treble winning side we've yeah. got on our hands here. Yeah, that's true. But... Um, I think I think he'll once we get a few players back, once we get Amrabat and Kobe Mainu and a couple of other players that come in Varan, they're very important characters mm, that you yeah, need in that yeah. team. Once you get them back, hopefully we can be on the right track. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Sancho, but yeah. I do wonder that if clubs in turmoil suffer more injuries because you, you mentioned they're ten injuries. Chelsea got twelve injuries. I just wonder whether you know, I don't know. It just seems well, is, to, is, is one thing cause the other thing, or you know, how does it work in that way? You know? I mean, I wish I knew, but I feel like I mean, if the team's not playing well, and if you've got a knock, you're like, oh, I don't fancy yeah, it. Well, that's <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> hinting at that. Don't want to go and play alongside him. Yeah, exactly. If you know you're going to get beaten three 0 on the weekend, you're like, I don't want to be part of that. No, man. It's sorry, Gaffer. Backs backs playing up. Can't can't come in. Do you do, do you do much football stuff on stage, or do you steer clear? Oh no, I steer clear of football stuff. Yeah. I mean, the the odd time I'll go on stage uh, with a football shirt on and that's only really in Manchester I go in on, I go in on a football shirt oh, and, okay. and then the City fans give me a bit of grief yeah, of the course, crowd. but yeah. you know I love all of them but yeah yeah, uh, we have to be tribal when it comes to that 
So uh, kcurd.com, that's yep. K-A-K-U-R-D.com. That's got all the details of the dates. You can click through and buy your tickets there. And where, where can people find you on social media? It's kcurd, everywhere. everywhere. Uh, find me. You can even... Pro- I'm, I'm not LinkedIn. That's the only place I'm not. You're not, you're not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on LinkedIn work. at the moment. I yeah. work in marketing. <laughs> yeah. I've been on LinkedIn for years. I've never had one thing out of it. It's supposed to be all this thing for connections. Yeah. No one's ever connected. Are you issuing a come and get me plea? Well, what not, do you fancy not at this doing? stage. Do you fancy being a motivational speaker? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I can see you doing it. I'm that. even on threads though. You know, threads, so if you do oh, want yes. to catch me on, yeah, threads, on threads. Yeah, I haven't I haven't threaded in about four no. weeks, but I, I am think on there. Anybody did really. People threaded for a couple of days. Two days, I think that was. Yeah, on. yeah. Do you see that um Elon Musk is gonna charge people for Twitter? He wants to. That's surely gonna kill it stone dead, isn't it? I would have thought so. People I think we're so addicted are, to it, we will pay for pay. it. Would you pay uh, for it? Depends how much he wants. <laughs> I'd rather not. No, I know. Well, I mean, if, yeah. if, if he's asking for three quid a month, you'd be surprised. I think a lot of people pay. You spend more time on that than you do. I mean, you, you spend loads of time on it. You spent about a day on it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 24 hours on TikTok. <laughs> he hasn't got a lot of time left. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Good to see you, Kay. Thanks Likewise, for coming man. In. Thanks for having me. Go and check it out. KCurd.com, all the dates there. So right around the country. And Westcliff. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, Marvin Burgos to join us in the studio. He is uh, the official um, magician to Arsenal. He is a huge fan of the club. He's on his way there tonight for the PSV game. And uh, he's popped in to see us in the studio. He's had a great honour bestowed on him as well in the world of magic. Marvin, good to see you. Hey, great to be here. Yeah, you've... Uh, you say you've congratulations. Just, yeah, president of the Magic Circle. Yeah, the big one. That was great. Yeah. I'm really proud. It's two weeks into the job, and uh, it's a busy one. <laughs> it's what, a great one. It, what does it entail? Well, the Magic Circle is the most prestigious magic society in the world. We've got 1,700-plus members all around the world, the elite magicians, down to people who are just starting out and, and are hobbyists. But, you know, we've got celebrities like Stephen Fry as a member, um, and, uh, you know... Obviously, honorary members, people like Debbie McGee and stuff. But there's a lot of people from King Charles, who's a member as well, wow. um, right the way through. And magic is 
really a, a fantastic hobby and and obviously at the top end you've got the top professionals that you know from around the world and uh, and and my job is to sort of look after them we've got a fantastic headquarters down in Houston it's a theater uh, a museum we call it the house of 10,000 museum's very interesting I've been yeah there. yeah it's got a, there, a yeah. unique uh, is it open to the public can, can yes you know what you should check out their website because they do public shows close-up shows stage shows at different times they have educational trips and stuff oh, so excellent. it's really worthwhile you know you can see some amazing there, things if I remember right we saw a show afterwards it was really really good I'm fascinated that King Charles I've seen him made the crown disappear <laughs> yeah he just does absolutely brilliant yeah. and people may remember your dad David I'm delighted to say still going strong at 97 which is fantastic again a real cited by many of the great comedians of, of the current day as a real influence. Magicians. Yeah, magi- oh, sorry, comedians. <laughs> magicians. Well, there were some sorry. magician we comedians. Many, we have too many comedians yeah. on this show. Yeah, well, he was Tommy Cooper. Of yes, of course. course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's amazing. He was actually the first TV magician back in the 50s mm. and 60s and a uh, great inspiration to many people. He's the sort of Bobby Charlton of magic, if you yeah. like, you know, and and, uh, uh, and we are actually the first father and son in the 120-something wow. uh, history of the Magic Circle ever to be uh, president, so I'm really honoured. Was I'm, that you going to him saying, Dad, show me how to do it, or was it him saying, son, that you're going to take over the family business? No, it was neither. It was, you know, it, it, you know, if your dad is Bobby Charlton, for example, it doesn't mean you play for England. It's no. actually harder because you've got you've got you're open Mm. for comparisons and he you know he made his name as sort of the international man of mystery i went a totally different route i actually wasn't as interested when i was a kid it took me till i was about 16 and saw where magic can take you it took me all around the world met the most amazing people and uh, it's a great thing that you know you can have a pack of cards you're pocket go all around the world yeah. you can entertain people it's a wonderful thing and yeah. i've obviously made a business of it as well yeah so you I, sell the magic sets marvin's, don't you? Magic. marvin's magic yeah, yeah. Sure a lot of people have got those i bought home. one for my wife but she wasn't impressed yeah <laughs> she, she showed an interest in magic so any bull one for his wife but she loves watching it not so, doing it that's what she says to me i like watching it not doing it yeah <laughs> you know what there's a lot of people thankfully do enjoy doing it and yeah. we, we try to encourage the magicians of tomorrow and it's really it's amazing we've done for now nearly 36 years and we've got uh, we run the magic shop in all the big store groups like Hamleys and Harrods and F.A. Schwartz in New York. So it's in 60 countries yeah. now. It's really done well. I think Britain's got talent. Sorry, Paul. It's yeah. really boosted magicians recently. A lot of yeah. magicians have done well on that show. It's, yeah. it's, well, it's I, been I, good for business. I think it has been. A lot of them are our lads and you know people have come up through the ranks and people we've put in there and encouraged. Some of our junior ambassadors have done very well, the kids. And some of the kids today probably better than some of the masters of yesteryear you know Mm. the way they're learning it's incredible Uh, but uh, magic is as diverse as music and in the same way you've got pop classical jazz hip-hop you've got different types of uh, magic and it's really great to see magic on tv with the illusions with you know mind reading with all sorts of different things and so how did this connection to arsenal and to football come about well I'm a great Arsenal fan, always have been. Mm. And, you know, it's wonderful that something like magic, your hobby, your your profession, can actually open up doors for you. Sure. And, and so, as I said, I've met some great people. And, and back in the Highbury days in 93, the commercial department, uh, hospitality, uh, football was just starting. It was a big business. That, you know, it used to be just a couple of hundred people in the upstairs in the mezzanine at Highbury with a comedian and magicians and Charlie George as the guest speaker, whatever <laughs> sort of thing. Uh, and and to to now, you know, at uh, the game tonight, I'm sure there'll be several thousand people yeah. who are dining in, in all types of restaurants, including the most amazing place where I sometimes work, which is the Diamond Club, where Raymond Blanc is flipping the hamburgers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. 
with magic because you showed us a wonderful trick as we were going into the the, sh the interview and i always think you know you sort of think oh i wonder how he did that but actually you don't really want to know i remember no. there was that program with mitch Pelledry where they explain it and you think oh really it's yeah. much better not knowing i think yeah. do you know what even if you think you know how it's done if you see a great magician the very next day you don't put two and two together because it's all sorts of misdirection psychology and presentation so can you yeah. still enjoy tricks on that basis marvin could you see a trick wow okay or do you kind of know every trick no there's no no one who knows everything and mm. it's, you know that's the beauty of it. If you see a really great trick, it gets the hairs on the back of your neck standing up, and you think, wow, I'm unbelievable. And, and that's the great thing about the magic circle because that is a place where magicians on a Monday night will meet and exchange ideas, and, and that's yeah. a really good way of learning. Because so they don't guard there, or they, they well, we guard, guard it, we so called guard it to the within outside the circle, pu outside right, yeah, public, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously in that respect. But you know, once you've passed your various exams to go up the ladder at the magic circle, uh, you, you, you know, you meet some amazing people, and unlike sports or music. Music, you know, you might have some of the very top people in the in the industry mixed with people who've just started, and they yeah. and they share ideas, and it's fantastic. There's lectures and all sorts. So, quick one on tonight. You're confident. Uh, feeling is you'll get you'll get the result against PSV. You, you would hope so. I must say, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, the last you know season and a half or so. I mean, it's been unbelievable. Last year was really exciting. Love those boys and and the passion. You know, I just really want them to 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 do something great because they deserve it. And I'm really loving what Arteta has done, and and uh, it's very exciting i can't wait for that music we, to we go we're not surprised yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i'm sorry Chelsea, yes i know that i do know i'm so sorry I, yeah. but you know for the gooners out there we yeah, are no, waiting absolutely. for that music to start and then north london forever and then it's just going to be a very exciting on oh, yeah, a slippery pitch tonight, you know Brilliant. it will be yeah wet mm. wet top um so you've got you're going to show us a trick well you know say london, show us a trick it's quite yeah. difficult isn't it to do yeah. magic on the radio it's almost like a ventriloquism on the radio mm. or mime or something you know, he wouldn't really know so you are my eyes and ears and so the listeners know we're not cheating okay so uh Paul, if I, if I was to say, I've got a pack of cards just here. If I was to say to you, um, just think of a card. Mm -hmm. Don't say it, just think of a card. Uh -huh. And obviously we haven't set anything up. You've got to no, tell no, people absolutely. that. You just think of a card. Would you be impressed if I could name your card, Paul? Uh, yes, I would be, yeah. Okay. But well, I said I'd name your card, Paul, so... I will name your card Paul. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that might that sound. Good good. That might, you can use that. You can have that one if you want. Yeah. No, I tell you what though. But I said I've got a pack of cards here, and funny enough, I've used cards all day long, and to me, they're all like my friends. So on the back of each card, you'll see handwritten some in big. Tell me what you see. You see names. Yeah. Adam, Adam Sam, Ray, Ray Rick, John, Alan, Steve, etc. Etc. Et so every yeah, every yeah. every card's got a different thing. Yeah. yeah. So you so you said. Uh, you're thinking of a card. I, I said, I name your card, Paul. What was your card? It was the Three of Diamonds. The Three of Diamonds. So if we get the Three of Diamonds just here, we put it there. And I said, on your card, I name your card, Paul. Wow. Now, Andy, let's see if we do it you. Now, this is even harder okay. now because this time I'm actually going to say uh, a card. I'm going to say the Two of Diamonds, okay? okay. The Two of Diamonds. Uh, and I want you to... Register with one of these names. Say them out loud and register. Not your own. That would be too obvious. Yeah, I would yeah. know that. So, so as you know, for example, let's say uh, Ray, for example, is the uh, Dude, king of the club. First one's my son's eldest name. Who's so that? Which one? Sam. But Sam is. Yeah. Do you want to change it to another one or, or not? No, I don't mind. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your. No, trade. you say anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to be. I'm the president of the Magic Circle. I hope I get this one right. Listen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. seriously, this seriously. Would you want Sam or do you want another one? Which one do you want? Have you got a Dan? I don't, I don't know. You can tell me. Tell me some of the names that you can read. Though. There we are. There's some yeah, names you know there. No, we've got uh, all sorts. Tony. Oh, I go with Tony. Tony. Oh, Tony. Okay, Tony. Um, 
Tony, Tony, Tony. There it is. And do you remember I said the two, two of diamonds? Two Tony diamonds. is the two of diamonds. Oh, God. <laughs> <Right>. Now, <laughs> that's mad. That is mad. So that magic is a magic is a wonderful thing, and it uh, you know inspires people. All sorts of things can happen, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. Brilliant. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get a reaction on the radio. I'm just trying to get my head around <laughs> how, that how that works. That is but as like I say, you don't want to know how it works. It's magic. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, well, if you're not working tonight. You can just enjoy yourself. I can enjoy it. So I'm going with my son. Can enjoy it. I've got a, a meeting beforehand. You know, I've got a lot of busy time now sorting all these things out. But I'm going to rush there, and then I'm going to enjoy the game. Lovely. Yeah, and I'm doing some stuff there later in the season on the, in some of the hospitality points, which is really good at Arsenal. Yeah. I'm going to check out the Magic Circle. You can find out. You can maybe go along to the, mu uh, the museum and Watch find the out shows, a bit more about yeah. what they in the shows. Yeah. Well, lovely to see you, Ivan. Thank, Thank you very you much. Very Give much. our best to your dad. Yeah, uh, great entertainer, and uh, we wish you well and uh, good luck with the Magic Circle. Thank you very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. So, will you? You're going to do the birthday spread, aren't you? I am. Yes. Yeah, we look forward to that. So, I uh, do hope you can join myself and Charlie, Steve Backshaw, amongst our guests. So, uh, we'll catch up with you then. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four PM on Talksport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.